Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Blue Turf. This is Thad Bell from the Kansas City Soccer Journal. And with me, I have, as always, Eric Bergrud from the Kansas City Comets broadcast team and so many other endeavors. But today we're talking Comets. How are you doing today, Eric? Well, the question is, how does it feel that saying Kansas City Soccer Journal? It's a, it's a, still trying to get used to it a little bit, but I don't think I did too bad with that, did I? No, I thought you, it sounded rolled right off your tongue. In case anybody's listening that did not realize it, the Blue Testament has rebranded to the Kansas City Soccer Journal, and we're still in the process of doing some moving and cleaning out and refurbishing and doing some other stuff, but we're getting there. Good deal. All right. Comets, they got the win, but they didn't get enough help. How many times have we said this all season that you can't count on anybody else for help that it pretty much has run true the whole season. And it definitely did that last, uh, that last Saturday night. And so the Comets were playing at Harrisburg at the same time, Baltimore was playing at UCFC Comets needed to win and they needed UCFC not to win in regulation. Right. It was looking pretty good on the scoreboard. Baltimore was up three nothing. And then Utica battled back and ultimately won four to three. And so the Comets looked good against Harrisburg. Five one victory. Lots of lots of positives there, but ultimately 
the results in the aggregate didn't go their way, and they will have to travel to Utica on Monday, April 10th for that play-in game. Yeah, it's it's such a shame, and we can talk about all the different things that the league does well or doesn't do well, but this is the first time they're going to face Utica this year. Yeah, the, the schedule was, I think it's fair to say, quirky. So You're being nice. They the Comets played St. Louis and Milwaukee six times each. That is twelve games right there. There was a a, a balanced approach to non-conference games, and so the Comets played four games against Western Conference teams. So they, if you add twelve and four, they get you to sixteen. That left eight games remaining to play against the other teams in the Eastern Conference. And so they had Harrisburg at the end of the season, home and away. So that's two of them. Late games uh, against Baltimore and late games against Florida, three each. If you do the math, two plus three plus three gives you eight. And that left no games for Kansas City and Utica until April the 10th in the playoffs. Yeah, lots of fun there. Um we can like so we can talk about how they can do scheduling better on another day. They have to face Utica. They haven't faced them yet. What do you know about Utica that will give Kansas City a challenge? They're at home. <laughs> How's that as a start? It's a tough place to play. So Utica, yes, like Cable Dom Marina has blue turf. The the seating capacity isn't what it is at Cable Dahmer, but the fans are loud. The, the team is going to feed off of that emotion in the crowd. Gordy Gerson has had a terrific year. Some people were making a case for MVP for Gordy. We'll see how the votes shake out when the, the awards are announced uh, coming up, I believe, within the week. But Gordy Gerson has been terrific. They've had terrific goalkeeping. Andrew Coughlin not only uh, has been terrific defensively, but offensively, uh, I've multiple games where I've seen him getting assists and he also kind of like Paulo and St. Louis will play up as a quasi sixth attacker because he's good with the ball and uh, at his feet. And so they have uh, all sorts of talent there on that team. And ultimately it's the question for the combats of what game are they going to bring? Are they going to bring their a game or not? Also question of how healthy they are. We know they're a bit banged up. There's, I was there early in the week and there was several players not practicing and a couple players on very light practice. I know we uh, probably can't go into too much detail if we even do know anything, but that will play a big factor and that's played a factor all year. It's either been visa issues or health issues. Well, and here they are in the playoffs. So I would expect people who are banged up are going to do whatever they can to play. And, and there's a difference between banged up and being physically able to play, let's be clear. Right. And so I'm talking about the banged up players. I would expect banged up players to to make the trip to Utica. And we'll see. I I uh, recorded an interview with Zach Reggett that will appear on Comet social media probably end of this week. And I asked him some interesting questions. I asked him about his experience playing against Utica, which he has quite a bit having been on Florida previously and um, 
asked him how hungry that he was and the comets were, and you'll have to wait and hear his answer. It was pretty telling. Okay, I can't wait. Actually, I was uh, hoping to get back up there today, but I did not make it. And I think I might try to slide up there tomorrow just to see how they're doing. They're, they're working on all sorts of things. Uh, I think they, they're they trying to make sure they have the right pieces in the right place as they head into Utica. And so in a playoff game at where everything's on the line, I think they want to make sure that they have their lines set they have their special teams units set and um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. It's an early start for those of us watching in Kansas city, five o'clock central. I know there was a little bit of confusion on that start time, but it's six o'clock Eastern five o'clock central. And uh, you have two teams that know this could be their last game of the year. And so I expect it to be highly entertaining, highly competitive. I did officially pick the comets as part of the MASL playoff prognosticator panel i just made that up but uh i did pick the comets to win and that wasn't a homer pick i i believe they have the talent and the pieces to to win that series they they do have the ability and the talent they did finish the the season with a pair of wins after a couple of losses it's uh this team seems very uh i don't know jekyll and hyde is quite the right word because even when they're good they have had some of the same issues but it's a team I think they should be able to match up with. I think so. I, I Again, Utica has a, a, a talented team. They have uh, strong defenders. They have Mia Tovich who can play both ways in the back. And uh, I think it's just an interesting matchup. They Both teams have maybe a little bit of regret that if a few results had gone a different way, they would have finished higher in the table. I mean, if you look at the the end of the regular season standings, that and you just think, don't don't think about games against St. Louis that went to overtime. Just put those out of your head for a second. The Baltimore and Florida games at home. Yep. If those had gone the other way, both of them, the Comets could have been a two seed. And so, it is what it is. They are where they are now, but. They also recognize that they were a few mistakes away from being ranked as, as one of the best teams in the East. And so in a one-game series, anything can happen. In a best of three or two and a quarter, I guess, if you want to call those best of three, two, two games plus a 15-minute, anything can happen. And, and in a way, they were offered a potential carrot by the MASL because of arena scheduling issues even though milwaukee is the one seed they're gonna give up in a sense that home field advantage in the quarterfinal round so if the comets were to win monday at utica they would play game one at milwaukee game two would be back at cable Dahmer on monday the 17th and then the comets would host that knockout game if it's still tied one to one and so there's a pathway for them but you have to win that first game. And at least a couple other ones. All right. Let's see. There's uh, been some other big news, I guess, this this week. Gambling? Are you a gambler? Uh, su- surprise. Gambling. So the, so the league announced yesterday, right around the time that, that Tacoma and Mesquite were getting ready to kick off, that they launched 
a limited gambling partnership, limited meaning it was available in three states on one platform, but the buzz was really interesting on social media. There is a sector of MASL fan staff that tend to be pessimistic. And even some of the pessimistic really? ones, yeah, really. Uh, even some of the pessimistic ones were very optimistic about this as a sign that that the league's moving in, in the right direction. The, this is where I want to give my, in in all caps, in all bold, in all italic, and all underlined that disclaimer, do not use my playoff picks as justification to gamble on the MASL. Put another way, choose who you want, but don't assume that just because I put a, a pick out there that that is a a locked in betting proposition because I don't offer that as uh, as a guarantee. Yeah, if we're if we're gonna start offering betting advice, they need to pay us first. Right. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a big gambler on that sort of thing, but I do find it interesting. Uh, I always like to see what the odds are when when I can see them, but. I don't think I can see him on this one since I'm not in one of those states. So what, Arizona, Colorado, Maryland? Yeah. Well, Blast fans uh, have an opportunity because all the playoff prognosticators picked Baltimore to beat Florida. And and I, can, I can't speak for anybody else. I'll speak for myself is that one in particular, I look at Baltimore's home field advantage and say they have – the home field advantage and it's going to be really difficult for somebody to go in there and beat them in a four quarter game and then beat them again in a, in a one quarter knockout. And so for that reason alone, I picked Baltimore to, to beat Florida. And I assume that most of the other individuals the the league reached out to had a similar conclusion. So in uh look at those playoffs on the West or excuse me, in the East, Tropics play the blast, the waiver waiting for the winner of the Comets in Utica. In the West, Flash are playing Chihuahua, and the Outlaws beat the Stars, so they are going to face off against the Sockers. That should be no, not too hard for them, right? Well, so here's the thing. I wound up picking the, the Stars to beat the Outlaws only because I figured the Stars at home, although for me they're a better road team than they are a home, home team, but for the most part, the second half of the season, the Stars have been playing better than the Outlaws did. But Outlaws rekindled what we saw at the beginning of the season, dominating performance at Tacoma. I don't expect the Sockers to sweep. I think a lot of people will. But I expect the Outlaws to give them a game on Friday night in Mesquite and then take their chances in San Diego. If San Diego wins that one in Mesquite, they're going to be sending a message to the rest of the, the league that they're ready to to run the table and three-peat and everybody get out of their way. Did you have them pick to go all the way or do they have to go listen to another pod to get that from you? I haven't been. I was only asked for the initial series. And so I have not been asked for a Mesquite San Diego prediction. I famously picked Milwaukee to upset San Diego in last year's quarterfinals. That didn't go uh, exactly that way. But with San Diego, if, if, if going back to your gambling line there, Thad, if they're the safe bet. Two-time defending champion, 22-2 and two in the regular season. And why wouldn't you 
assume that they would would win it all. I think there there's a way to beat them. I've seen teams that have shown flashes of being competitive in in San Diego, but you have to change your game plan and be extremely disciplined defensively and that takes patience 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 and not a lot of teams have that they do not all right i think we're uh this one's been a fairly quick one so far what else are we forgetting to cover today eric well so next monday obviously comets versus utica and we'll see where that that heads out we expect that the league will be releasing their postseason awards as well as first team, second team, all league. That should be interesting to see where that plays out. I think that looking at Comet's chances there, Zach Reggett statistically has had a great year. It's going to be interesting to see how Bill Boaters goes since he played for three teams, where he shakes out in any of that postseason uh, selection process. John Sosa has had a terrific year. I think of any Comet, he probably stands the best chance of some designation, maybe second team all-league defender. We'll see. Yeah, that's the best Uh, chance, I think. Yeah, and so that will be something to talk about as well. And um, for the Comets, it's all about Monday night, right? They... They started the season, you and I have talked about it, with lofty expectations. They made it to the semifinals last year, and that was not good enough. Okay? Well, from a regular season perspective, they were a division champion last year, and they dropped to a fifth-place position this year. So that was definitely a step back. But none of that will be remembered if uh, the Comets – make a deep run into the playoffs. That's what it's all about. The The regular season prepares you to get there. The regular season gets you playoff positions. But ultimately, to be successful in this league, you have to win on the road. The Comets won on the road at Harrisburg to end the regular season. Their last trip to Milwaukee, they won in Milwaukee. So they've shown that that they can be a competitive team on the road. For Comets fans look to see that level of of competitiveness this monday night yeah and this obviously is a one and done so it has to be a win on the road if they want to go the other series at least you can in theory lose on the road but well you you yeah i mean well so in the case of let's do one what if 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 they host milwaukee or they, 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 if they beat Utica, they would play at Milwaukee. And because it's inverted, they could lose at Milwaukee and then win game two in Kansas City and then the knockout game in Kansas City. But if you go into uh, the next round, round three, a semifinal, you're going to be playing game one at Cable Dob Arena and game two and potentially game three at that other place. You're going to have to be able to win something on the road one way or the yep. other. Hold service at home and win something on the road. In this in this case with Utica, it's all about winning on the road. It is. All right. Any last words there, Eric? Game will be on Twitch. If uh, For those of you who are working 9 to 5, figure out a way to either leave work early, 
work from home or get on Twitch right at five. And uh, Ray Biggs, I'm sure, is going to make an entertaining call for all the fans watching through the Twitch universe. And uh, I hope to see a lot of comment fans in the chat. I'll be there. I would expect Nick will be in the chat as well. All right. If uh, if they don't make it, we will have uh, some season-ending pods and some off-season stuff to talk about, I'm sure, and perhaps even some other non-indoor soccer. But I appreciate all the uh, time that uh, we've spent talking, Eric. Well, I appreciate you reaching out to me, inviting me to join you this season. It's been, a, a for sure, an entertaining season. It hasn't wound up the way we expected on episode one, but here we are. There are, as of today, five teams not in the playoffs, the four that didn't qualify and one that got knocked out. So if you're a Comet fan, I'd rather be on this side of the we're still in it than on the other side. Yeah, I know that's a, it's always a argument with uh, different sports. You know, well, just making the playoffs is not good enough. Well, that's true, but it's better than, you know, not making the playoffs. So it's a start. And it's uh, once you're there, like we've said, anything can happen. You can get lucky. You can rise above your level. You can maybe play the way they thought you should play. Well, and we already saw this in the West, the five seed went to the four seed and, and won at the four seed. So there is a precedent already in this year's playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't think the five and four seeds are that far apart in my opinion, but it's not like the uh, five seed playing the one seed. That's correct. All right. I guess we'll uh, talk next week, Eric. We we should and we will and uh, thanks again, Thad. I'm sure I'll be texting you during the game on Monday night. So I'll I'll have my charger ready. All right, thanks, and we are out. Mm-hmm.